Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Open Bottle Syndrome. My name is Brett Crawford. You can find me on Instagram at Brett underscore C-R-A. And I'm David Baxo. You can find me on Instagram at David Baxo. And Mike Van Meter. Find me on Instagram at the letter V-A-N, the number one G. And we are your hosts of Open Bottle Syndrome, the food, booze, and nightlife podcast based out of Chicago. Uh, Well, gents, welcome back to uh, season two, episode two, as I've (laughs) named it on Spotify. Uh, (laughs) We took a bit of a hiatus that that we discussed last week, um, but we are back in full swing this week. And uh, Dave's got a special guest lined up for us this evening. Dave, uh, why don't you tell us a bit about who we'll be chatting with later today? Yeah, we'll be joined by Chef Haley Raff. Um, she has quite the background in fine dining and um, made quite the sidestep pivot during the pandemic. And uh, I think we'll let her tell us about it. But um, she's also up for Reader's Best Chef and Best Up-and-Coming Chef uh, coming up here. So Terrific. that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, awesome. Excited to get to chat with Haley. Um, but before we get ahead of ourselves, let's, uh, let's do a can check. Um, let's go around, the, go around the horn and see what we're sipping on tonight. Yeah, I can start it off here. I just cracked open a, uh, Miskatonic West Coast Wizard, uh, nice little brewery in, uh, Darien. And they do some contract brewing too for, uh, for hot butcher or maybe not contract brewing, but, uh, hot butcher brews out of there and, and does some stuff in house with them. Nice. Uh, but yeah, West Coast Wizard, little IPA, 6.3%. Nice. And I got a little bit of uh, GTS Brown, mm. some uh, some bad boy bonded stuff to sip on next to it. Nice, very good. Very what about nice. you, Dave? You know, I'm on that off color kick. Uh, I still love uh, what they do and the integrity within. So I just had a big ass burrito, and mm. I paired with it this beer for tacos. Yep. Um, even though I had a burrito. But uh, it's a goes style beer with lime and salt, uh, basically a margarita in a can. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I unfortunately am uh, still on the uh, the old sober train this week, uh, sucking down on a Pepsi. Uh, but you know, <laughs> things could definitely be worse. Um, so I will raise my my can to you, gentlemen. Here, salute. Cheers. 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 Clink. Hmm. You know, and I will say as a backup, I've got uh, I've got a fresh, you know, quart size uh, tumbler of soda stream uh, bubble water that I that I whipped up right before we sat down to uh, <laughs> to record this. So got a little bit of homemade mango bubble water here that I'm uh, looking forward to getting into after after I've had my sweet treat. Homemade. Love that, man. How did you make it? I got a soda stream for the uh, for Christmas this year, and it's been it's been giving me life during this sober run. Uh, it's you, they have uh, little flavor little flavor bottles that are uh, concentrated, like I don't know, like calorie free fucking. Well, I don't know what chemicals are in there. It's like natural fruit essence and like Just flavor a bunch of other shit. Yeah, and <laughs> basically you put water in this tumbler. And then there's a little thing that you screw it into and you push a button and it just shoots oh. bubbles into it. And then once once you pop it off, it goes like like a cryo tube opening, you know, <laughs> and you pour your little flavor in there and turn it upside down and drink it up. And it's it's really good. The cool thing is you can make it as spicy as you want, you know, like Ooh. you can make it really, really bubbly. Um, and I really nice. like doing that. But yeah. Cheers. 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 Again, I've been waiting. I've been waiting all day for this. Yeah. Time seems to How move differently. How many beer for tacos do you have, Dave? Well, I had four. Now I have two left. Nice. So. You had four of them today? No, I, I <laughs> bought four. <laughs> it's Got still it. early here in Chicago. It's only 620. So. Yeah. I also like, have some. Been uh, waiting all day. <laughs> I got this Bonnez Mezcal, Damn. which uh, you guys are uh, mm-hmm. knowledgeable about from mm-hmm. our first episode. Yeah, that's right. The, the the I don't think we ever actually aired that episode. Oh, well, 
That was the first episode. Actually, I should I should publish that. I should edit it and publish it because I think it'd be funny to think to to like hear what we were talking about a year ago because it was like the end of February 2020 when we recorded that actually. Yeah. Things uh, have changed uh, quite significantly since then, for yeah. sure. I think the craziest thing is you guys recorded it in my apartment. We we were oh, all yeah. we were all that one. in yeah. like a twelve by eight spare bedroom, like sitting literally, you know, two feet apart from each other. <laughs> and the thought of doing that now gives me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> Not that I don't trust you guys, you know. Of course, but that, yeah, that was a that was a funny day. How life has changed so quickly. Truly, truly, it has been it's been a hell of a year. Let's keep in some tradition here. Let's. I think we forgot to do this actually last week. But what's on everyone's good shit report? Oh, good shit report. That's right. Yeah, t- let's talk about the good shit that we uh, that we got. You know, food and booze and even entertainment wise last week. What the? Who wants to start? Well, I- I'll start out with this place I tried uh, about a week ago. I forgot to mention it, but um, it's over there on Western uh, called Takiera Chingon. Okay. I don't know mm. if you guys have heard of it, but they do really uh, traditional tacos, but at the same time, they'll do very out-of-the-box uh, tacos. Mm. Um, the other day, they had a duck conti taco with duck chicharron oh, wow. on top. It was amazing. So... Uh, that's on the top of my list of new spots that you should check out if you're in like the Logan Square area, Chicago. It's like they're the hot dogs of tacos. Basically, mm. they're getting there. Uh, I feel like they opened just during the pandemic and have kind of been crushing it. Yeah, that's dope. I feel like a lot of those ghost kitchen uh, things have been like popular, so it's cool they got like an actual storefront. Yeah, for sure. There's always a line. Like I, I first noticed it when I go to a sideshow gallery, which is like an oddities market over there on Western. And they kind of opened across the street from there. Mm-hmm. I always thought the name was pretty fun. And then I just kept seeing a line build. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Gotta try it. <laughs> That's sick. And the hype is real. The hype is real. Check them out on Instagram. Um, they are Takieta Chingol. Nice. I don't even know Good if idea. I'm pronouncing that correctly. I apologize. Well, you're a gringo, so we'll forgive you. <laughs> see. That's funny. So what'd you get? Just the duck confit taco? That's it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a kind of a before work action. So you can afford? Hmm. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> it's 19 I try to support when I can. $19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's I'm, fairly cheap. It's like 3 to $5.00. For a oh. taco, but they're pretty sizable. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of expensive, but for the quality and the work, especially during a pandemic, uh, Dude, yeah. it's worth it. That's the going rate. Yeah. What about it you? Is the going rate. What about we, you, Mikey? Yeah. Popped over to Maplewood yesterday. Their little brew pub over on Western as well, actually. Uh, next to uh, the ever so lovely Owen and Engine. And the, uh, you know, the movie theater nights and burgers we've always loved so much. But, uh, yeah, we went over to Maplewood last night. They were doing a pop-up for um, Birria Tata Tacos. Oh. And uh, nice. had some Birria ramen and then a couple Birria tacos and uh, a couple of Pulaski Pilsners to wash them down. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to give it to them. Possibly the best ramen I've ever had in my life. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Better than High Five Canabo? It's so if we're going on a spice level, it's nowhere near Canabo. Yeah. Uh, but I'd give it a solid like four out of 10, maybe five on spice. It's one of those where you kind of just want to uh, keep keep eating and drinking uh-huh. and uh by the time you're done with it you go how the fuck did i get all all that <laughs> down into me <laughs> and uh dude the flavor is just so rich man with the uh with the birria in it and uh they get noodles from jungbu mm. and uh i think all the ingredients are from jungbu actually mm. um jungbu rules yeah and uh Shit was in the fucking massive styrofoam cup with one of their little stickers on it. And uh, 
pound that shit with some of those disposable chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, you're a fool if you don't have 10 sets of them in your <laughs> silverware drawer, might I add. You always need some extras for some leftovers. Always. And, uh, yeah, we got some birria tacos, too, and I was kind of surprised. You do a pre-order on talk for everything, mm-hmm. and then day of, when you when you pop in over there, they kind of ask you when you want it brought out. Uh-huh. But uh, the tacos were 5 bucks a pop, and I was like, damn, that's a, mm-hmm. you know, I, maybe, they're, maybe they're massive, you know, and it turns out they are fucking massive. <laughs> it's actually two tacos kind of melted into each other side by side oh yeah oh nice is one taco and uh they're stuffed man you got a little uh cilantro onion and lime on the side and uh you know the uh forgive my uh mispronunciation of this but your uh consome on the side to dip it in mm-hmm. and man we were uh quite full after that it was it was awesome very sick that sounds That's awesome all. Mm-hmm. I feel like Berea is having like a really big moment right now. Absolutely. I guess these guys, uh, the Tata Tacos joint, whenever they do a pop-up, it's just line around the block type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, the weather uh, hurt them significantly yesterday with it just being a, a pretty bad snowstorm the whole day. Mm. But uh, I'll definitely try and check them out. For their next uh, next pop up, and you know, go go for a little round two and see what else they got. Yeah, that I have like a couple different things, a couple different directions I want to go, even with like that conversation right there. But okay, I'll I'll get to I'll get to one in a minute. I want to finish out my good shit report. I bought a deep freeze yesterday, uh, which is like a really big dad move uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> So I have a basement now. Uh, For all the bodies. Yeah. So well, it's not that big. All right. I'm not that. I'm not that rich. But it's a you know, It's a nice little five cubic feet um, deep freeze, and we uh, got a good deal on it at uh, the Best Buy. Do you remember that place? It's an electronics store. They used to they used Best to BestBuy.com, of course. Yeah. No, they like still movies. have stores apparently. <laughs> and I was online looking at. You know, they're, they're deep freezes and they're like all two or three hundred dollars. And then I noticed that there's one that is an open box returned and it's uh, in excellent condition. And it was available at the one like 10 miles from my house. So I bought it online, drove over, they put it in my back, back of my SUV and I came home and set it up and then immediately went to Costco and bought a bunch of frozen shit to put in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah. Up. But uh, I wanna I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, that was kind of what I had planned. But what I want to say is kind of piggybacking off of what Mike was just saying about you know pop ups and how there's a place here in Kansas City that I want to try that I heard about called Observation Pizza. Um, and I guess they've been around for a little bit, but uh, they just went through like a big rebrand. And kind of have like this swanky new website and, you know, they have like really unique kind of kind of vibe and like logo and treatment and everything. And I had heard about them from a friend and I think I'm going to order it on Sunday when the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl uh, to fuck Tom Brady's ass up. And um, <laughs> I want to try this pizza place. Uh, but, I, you know, they're 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 doing one of those things where they're working out of someone else's kitchen. Uh, so there's no actual brick and mortar location for them oh. for you to like sit and eat and they do all the advanced stuff as well. So like, you know, um, they ask that you place your order online in advance and you pick a carryout time or you pick a delivery time. That way they can kind of plan everything out because they'll run out of dough. Um, oh. Like they'll they only make like a finite amount, I guess. And once it's gone, it's gone. So. I really want to try them on Sunday for the Super Bowl. Um, and then I've been conscious of trying to support local businesses during all this, you know, because yeah. like, especially living in Kansas City, like there's tons of places, but there's also like tons of chain restaurants in the city because they don't have the same kind of like laws that like places like Chicago and New York do. So there's like chain restaurants everywhere. Um, but there's a, 
my homie turned me on to a place called Wings Cafe, and I had it the other week, and it's like the best fucking hot wings I've ever had in my life. They make this For real, dude. They're That's like big statement. They mm-hmm. they have this seasoning called slap seasoning. It, it's like <laughs> it slaps it, dude. It's like it's <laughs> like I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like Cajun, but it's buffalo, and it just is like. Oof. It's so good. Sounds great. And then I got one of their like really hot sauces and I couldn't finish it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just one wing with it on there. No, I got, so half of them, I got this slap dry cause it's a dry rub seasoning. Uh, and Mm. then the other half I got, it was like some habanero fucking bullshit. And I was like, Oh, I'm a man. And no, I think I ate two (laughs) and wimped out on the third one and like got the hiccups and Tessa, you know, was like looking at me and I'm like, (laughs) like, I'm fine. And she's no, literally. And this is so fucking embarrassing. She literally just goes, she's like, are you going to stop? Cause it's like kind of grossing me out. And she like put her pork down cause she was eating like (laughs) cheese curds or some shit. And I was like, I'm sorry. So I just went in the kitchen and just like ran my mouth under the faucet. (laughs) Damn, dude. Yeah. The last time I had some real, real spicy stuff was, fuck, we went and got, we were in Nashville, like, last year or something, maybe, and uh, maybe latter half of 2019, I was getting my back tattooed by Chad, mm-hmm. and uh, we went over to Bolton's, and I got the, uh, God, I think they got, like, six levels or something like that, and I got the three. Uh-huh. And I got on chicken strips and this, this woman who was at the cash register was like, you know, do you, do you want it spicy? I'm like, dude, I'm here from Chicago. Like, you know, <laughs> let me get it. Yeah. She's like, Oh, he's from Chicago. This like yelling to the line. He's from Chicago. He wants it spicy. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck dude. She's yelling that to the crew back there. And I'm talking about a three out of six. Yeah. Like I'm fucked. And yeah, I, I, I took one bite of that shit, man. And I was on fire for damn. I, Half hour. It, and then I went to go get my fucking back tattooed afterwards. Just being like, what up? dude, Chad, if I fucking shit in your face, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blame it on Bolton's. <laughs> what a big day. What a day of pain. Dude. Yeah. Multiple ways. That's so it's funny. Not, uh, not a good experience, but I'll be back. I'll get some number two maybe and uh, redeem myself on three. Maybe in a couple visits there. You know. You had, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, Jinx. What were you going to say? If he, he's had, uh, Mike, you've, you've had uh, Strings Hell Ramen. Uh, they have like five levels. I, I think, think I've had, I went with you probably. Oh, yeah, last we did year. go. Yeah. And I didn't get the five. I, I maybe got a three. Yeah, I feel like uh, when I went with you, I got a three. I've had the four. Oh, did you? Strings. Okay. You had four. Before? I had four on a dare for my coworker, because we because Strings has that Lakeview location that was on Belmont. Yeah. And when I was at Metro, maybe once a month, we'd go there for a hashtag payday lunch because we always got paid on Wednesdays. So if it was like payday, we'd go and spend more than like ten dollars on lunch, and we'd go to Strings sometimes. And I wanted to try the five, and the fucking mm. server was like, uh, probably not. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, give me the five. And she's like, well, I don't think so. And I was like, okay. And my, my coworker is like, all right, then do the four. And I was like, all right, fine. And it was hot. Yeah. But it was not Canabo hot. Hmm. But I've also heard, I saw on Reddit that someone was talking shit on High Five anyway. And they're like, ever since the management or the, or this, whatever, the chef changed, like the Canabo was basically just the full spice of what it, yeah. what it used to be. Like, it's not the same, same stuff. Chef Chef Drew used to fuck us up, I think. Yeah, he did. And then he got us with the painkillers, too. Oh, (laughs) that combo. Oof, miss it. So God, me too. It's a perfect combo for nights like this, man. You you get some snow on the ground finally, and... uh, Oh, yeah. You know, it's been consistently cold now for a while, and... (laughs) Yeah, ramen just calls your fucking name you guys Uh got a big snow up there meanwhile i'm looking at a sunny high of 46 tomorrow Oof. (laughs) 
It's great golfing weather, Brett. And 55 the day after that. I might take work off on Wednesday and go fuck around outside. <laughs> yeah, the last Playing two hooky. days in Chicago have been two of my worst as far as weather goes and just the situations <laughs> I found myself in. Like car needing, stuck in the middle of the street, needing to get out, shovel it out. Communities helping each other. You're like, we're all stuck, sliding. Um that was two days ago around like 6.30 in the morning because I was trying to Yikes. get to work. Uh, super stressful. Um, there's, Mind you, like in, in my neighborhood, uh, there was like three or four cars kind of like all fucked up at the same time and we're all helping each other. Sorry, that, I went off on a tangent, but that, the last two days weather-wise have been fucking shitty here in Chicago. Yikes. Yeah, oh, I dude, you guys absolutely. got a shitload of snow. Mike, how are you doing with it? Dude, I, I I took my dog out for a walk and just had her kind of um, playing in all the snow mounds that have been built up through the, you know, trucks plowing them in and uh, made my way over to my car um, knowing I wasn't going anywhere. But I just, you know, turned it on, blasted the heat for her, put her in there and kind of just brushed the, you know, probably six, seven inches off of it and uh, cleared the thing off and. I bought this funny little shovel at Costco. It, it's got a nice little 90-degree pivot point on it, and it turns from a brush into a, a shovel. Nice. And then on the other end, it's a scraper. Oh. And, like, dude, another – you're talking dad purchase, Brett. I got a two-pack <laughs> of these for 20 bucks. Like, My man. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I and, love that. Uh, yeah, I scooped out from under my tires and took the dog back and has been looking out the uh, front room window watching people get stuck like – yeah. lines forming people honking i'm like if any of you gave a shit you just i'm myself included i would hop out there and help right. somebody but yeah dude i got the shovel in the car man and i'm sorry my 160 pound body pushing this <laughs> you know 3,000 pound truck ain't gonna do shit so dude yeah i have i kind of just watch i have two very distinct memories of snow in chicago at the house that i lived in for several years on the corner of california and Cortland. one of which was uh our mutual friend and uh who is a regular at reed's local um he uh he and i played in a band for a little while and we practiced in my basement of this house that we rented and it had been, like, snowing, and it was just starting to get bad. And at the time, he lived all the way over in Lakeview off of, like, Belmont and Clark, basically, where Strings is. And uh, we'd been drinking all afternoon, and, you know, it's, like, a Saturday, and it eventually it's probably about, like, 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And they're saying it's supposed to be really bad snow on Sunday, like, all night. You're going to get snowed in, so, like, get ready. And so he's like, all right, fuck, I got to go. And I was like, oh, man, like call an uber he's like no i gotta get my he you know he drove this big suv he's like i gotta drive i gotta drive this suv back to lakeview and i was like all right man like be careful and he calls me about an hour later and i'm like oh no what happened he got in a wreck mm -hmm. you know and i don't condone drunk driving but he goes dude i gotta tell you the, the funniest fucking story i said what he's like as soon as i left your house i turned on to Cortland. And I started heading down to Western and lo and behold, I just see a cop that got that like drifted into a, an embankment, a snow embankment, and he was trying to get his car out. So him just drunk being a nice guy just gets out and like tells the cop, he's like, I got a tow cable on the back of my truck. Do you want me to pull you out? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to have to call my station for backup. So he just fucking wraps a tow cable around this cop's the back of his truck and pulls him out of this like snow embankment on Cortland and then just goes home. And he's like, I feel like I, I, you know, I, he's like, I got blessed. And I was like, damn, man. absolutely. That's some karma shit right there. Helping a cop, pulling a cop's car out while you're drunk. If a snow of a snowstorm, the other one's yeah, not as fun. The other wild. one I just drove to, what was that place on Western and Armitage? Arturo's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought four mm -hmm. breakfast burritos from Arturo's before another snow day, like, years later, and just ate the, nothing but that for two days. It was amazing. Sounds it's a power move, brother. <laughs> it's a power move. 
I was always a Lazo's guy. Which one's the one on the corner? Maybe that's Lazo's. I get Arturo's and Lazo's mixed up all the time. I think they're right next to each other. I thought Arturo's was the one on the corner. I I think you're correct. Yeah. Lazo's is on the north side, and I think Arturo's is on the south, maybe. Right, because Lazo's has the big parking lot across the street. It's insane we've been going there so long, drunkenly, <laughs> and we still can't remember which one is which. Nah, dude, you're either in the area and you <laughs> fucking Google map it and you walk over there. Yeah. Or you're, you know, in fucking wherever you are out for the night drinking, you just Uber over there and talk shit in the car the whole way. So That's right. You know, <laughs> time passes. It don't mean shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel like I've definitely ended up there because I missed Red Hot Ranch being open. And I'm like, all right, I gotta go across the street. They're open 24 hours. How jealous are you, Brett, that I devoured the Red Hot Ranch burger Bro, the other night? You sent me that photo, and like, legitimately, a part of me like was upset. Dave, I'm sorry. out of ten, out of ten, ten being the highest. Your Red Hot Ranch burger, how was it? To be honest, it was one of those nights, um, which are rare for me these days, where I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the taste as much because of the alcohol consumption oh, and partying. Nice. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So you went to a super. I thought you were just going to say it was like a three. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was good, but like, you know, I don't remember how it tasted. I had a, I had band practice that night, guys. Oh, Dave's in a band. Got a, you got a yeah. progress update from last week at all, or? Sorry, I mean rehearsal. Um, is that like a no, we're cooler s- version of practice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen some videos yeah. you've been posting. Are they? Uh, Does it sound like music to you? From that day? <laughs> <laughs> I always keep the sound off just in case they don't like it. Yeah, so good. good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, it sounds good. I, they're uh, nice little videos. I was wondering if you were filming like a, a lengthier one or if they're live from that night or how you're doing the posts yeah th- those are just live from the uh night and for the most part it's just so we remember what we play mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we can follow back um but it's still it's still fun it's still a distraction from um the heaviness of everything else so that sounds nice yeah and what genre are you guys if you had to put it in one uh you know uh norwegian black metal no, um, I don't really know yet. It's kind of got the Manchester Orchestra vibes, but uh, hmm. oh. but a little heavier it? as well at times, like Hum or bands like that. That's cool. Okay. And what's yeah. the name of the band so everybody listening knows? I'm keeping that close to my chest as well. Oh. Uh, okay. Because we don't have Fair one enough. yet. This is the second week in a row that we've asked you for a name of a project that you're working on, and you have told us that you're not going to tell us. You guys got to know, I I can't just come all out with it or else, you know, um, I won't see it to fruition. So, okay. Step by step. Interesting day approach. By day. Interesting. <laughs> step by step. I'm just talking out of my ass right now. It's That's Dave's all. hot take for the week. Ba-boom. Dave's hot take just for the week. Just wait till the next beer for that one, guys. This is fair this, enough. Thank you all for tuning into Dave's Secret Projects. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! Tumblr. Sorry, I just remembered. Uh, Were you not recording? <laughs> I am recording. I'm not that <laughs> dumb. I was gonna be like, oh, well, I guess we can do that again. <laughs> yeah, the whole fucking what twenty minutes that we've been doing this. No. So At did least. I talk to you guys last week about my buddy's pickle company? Yeah. Yes. Well, pickled man. So I forgot the name. Excited. Of it. It's called Reaper Pickle Company. Sick. What's Reaper. the label look like? He's got one going. It actually looks like a Norwegian black metal logo. Um, Dave. Yeah. My culture is not your costume, asshole. Uh, here, I'll show you the logo up here. I'll, I'll put this in the comments. Oh, yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, but so my buddy James, who's a co- co-founder... Uh, they, they made some extra pickles last week and I got in on them and Mm. dude, I got to talk to you guys about these fucking pickles. So I got a batch of Reaper pickles, which were like pretty spicy. 
And then I got like a tester bag of something that they didn't have on the website that is like a Citra hop infused pickle brine. Ooh. Uh, so it's like a little bit of sweetness, but a little bit of like tartness. Um, but dude, I'm not kidding. Like Tessa and I made like chicken sandwiches for like two days in a row because we just wanted to keep putting pickles, these like Reaper pickles on our sandwiches. They're so fucking good. And I told him after I was eating it, cause I ate through this whole bag. I was like, dude, you need, someone needs to brine chicken in this reaper pickle <laughs> sauce and then like fry it up and then like the next day he posted this and he, he had his buddy do a a reaper brine chicken wing order and he did like a full two dozen and it looked fucking amazing so <clears throat> sounds very nice hopefully i get to try that sooner than later but yeah that that also definitely goes on my good shit report uh fucking badass pickles who knew nice How's he infusing the uh, hops? Do you know? I don't. I wasn't expecting to have... So I just paid for the one bag. It was like five bucks. And he does like free local delivery. Um, hmm. And the, I opened up my little my little goodie bag and there was just an extra bag of pickles in there that had like citra hop written on the back. So I don't know, actually. I should ask him. Um, but I'll, yeah. I'll tag him on this and maybe he'll comment. You know, and let us know. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, and imagine he's probably doing a little cold steep on him like he'd do with, you know, most things into like a little, off into a little bag. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe he leaves them in there the, the whole time with the, the whole pickling process. I'd be interested. But yeah. were they uh, super snappy and, uh, you know, the whole shebang? Were they spicy too or? They were a little spicy citra. They were less spicy than the Reaper, obviously, but they were still good. I think they might have had like a jalapeno uh, situation going in there, but I I don't know enough to speak to it at this at this juncture. So uh, I'm not sure, but I know that anyone starting a business during a pandemic is a uh, it's no no easy task. And uh, Mm -hmm. Dave kind of talked to us a little bit last week about his macaron uh endeavor but i'm excited to get to speak with Haley about uh how she's pivoted during the pandemic and to learn about what uh what she's been up to during all this yeah should we bring her on yeah let's go ahead and welcome Haley to the show all right now we have chef Haley raff on the pod how's it going thanks for joining us thanks for having me guys yeah Haley, it's uh, nice to have you on the uh, on the Open Bottle Syndrome podcast. Uh, real quick, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find more about you and your business online? Sure. So my name is Haley Rath. I started my little business called Hard Bitten. It is hard than bitten with two ends. dot uh, com for my website and my Instagram is Eat Hard Bitten. Um, that is where you can find me. You can place your orders through my website. Um, what is it that you sell? Um, I sell, so my big seller are Pop-Tarts, cakes and pies, my pastries. Um, but I also do dinners, catered dinners. I do in-home chef experiences. Uh, I do catered um, dinners. I pretty much do anything that I can food-wise. I make it and I deliver it. Wow. That sounds like oh, an, an impressive uh, list menu uh, uh, to choose from there. Yeah. I, so my top thing right now is Pop-Tarts. Um, you will find those at Big Kids Chicago, uh, which is really cool. You can buy one. Instead, with me, you have to buy at least six, which is the smallest mm. order. But to be mm. fair, why would you only want one? Um, <laughs> and, you know, customized cakes for birthdays, graduations. Uh, I learned how to do cakes in the last few months. I've never done cakes before. I've never been really big into pastry, Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what people were interested in. They wanted sweets to make them feel better during all everything going on. So I was happy to learn, um, but I never really had any time to stop and learn. So Mm -hmm. I learned as orders came in. So each cake that came in, I learned on the fly on how to do it for those people. That's pretty cool. That's uh, amazing that I've been following you for a while on social media. 
um, it's amazing that you hadn't done cakes and stuff before because they look amazing. I appreciate um, it. I, yeah. I just wanted to figure it out and I wanted to stand out. Um, my biggest accomplishment with cakes was winning first place in the Week of Treats cake competition. Oh, um, wow. That Damn. Huge deal to me. I did mm-hmm. a three foot uh, coffin cake, um, like a whole coffin. I filled it with bones made out of meringue and chocolate skull heads and blood made out of strawberry sauce and then spider webs uh, made with marshmallow. Yeah, that took me 14 hours. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I really want- wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Do you so, feel like it uh, improved greatly in in the like last few months from when you started baking to now? Um, I started baking a little bit, not to your scale, um, and I feel like every time I bake, I learn so much more, um, and it's been pretty nuts. Yeah, I, I've always been a savory chef. I've always been interested more in cooking meats, uh, you know, things that kind of go in a pot. You put salt and pepper in there, then hope that it comes out pastry, you need to actually take your time. You need to study. You need to know precise measurements, which is not anything I was really that good at, but um, it's what seems to make people happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was important for me to get it right. I couldn't just give people something that wasn't right. Uh, So I had, it was just a lot of learning as I went. I hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like you but, found it. I, I want to make sure that we don't get ahead of ourselves here and we, we toast uh, toast our little is. introductory drinks accordingly, uh, as is tradition around these parts. Um, so here, here, uh, to whatever we're drinking. Uh, Brett's not drinking right now. I'm on a sober oh. kick, but I'm with you all in spirit. Cheers. 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 Um, what are you uh, drinking there, Haley? Jameson. Right on. Nice. Yeah, it tastes just as great as before. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I noticed, like, um, since you weren't doing pastries up until a little bit ago, um, what drove you to do that? Like, what were you doing before the pandemic that maybe made you want to step this way? Well, before the pandemic, I was an executive in the Four Corners Taverns Group, and I was there for about a year and a half. Um, you know, I was, it was great. It was fine. Um, but, you know, just like everyone else, I get off. And through my personal Instagram, I started just making pasta. Um, I had no intention to be where I am right now. It was more of just like for fun, take up time. I was already bored by like the first month of the pandemic. So I was like, I got to do something. Uh, so I started making stuffed raviolis and lobster ravioli, butternut squash ravioli. And then I added sauces and it was like my small following on Facebook, uh, Instagram. And it became word of mouth, I guess, because people like I've never met were starting to order. And I was like, you know, I'll just keep going until people don't want it anymore. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. I'm just trying to make some money just for fun and hope I can buy the bikini that I really wanted at the time. Like it wasn't anything serious. <laughs> Seriously. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, and then people started asking me, Hey, can you do pies or like just random questions? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you make dinner for me and my husband, you know, this Friday? And, and so it, my business grew with the demand of what people wanted. So once pasta and the sauces were a big hit, and then I started adding pies. I'm not really great with pies, but I just thought I could mm-hmm. you know, figure it out. So it went from two pies to 15 pies. Wow. And then once the summer hit, you know, you don't want hot pasta. So I started doing um, dinners. Cater, you know, every week I'd post a new dinner of whatever it was, and then I'd bake it and deliver it to your home. Um and I guess that worked as well. So I kind of kept going. And like I said, I'll stop doing them. People don't want anymore. But, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. And um, I really wanted to make this work. So I um, started posting other things that I can do. You know, oh, I can make, you know, this dessert for you. Oh, I can make this dinner for you. Beef Wellington, all these things, you know, things to try and attract people. And then I added Pop-Tarts, which is something I've never done before. But, you know, I figured it out now that my biggest hit um they're bright beautiful um so 
I had no intention for it to be where I am right now. Uh, where I am right now, I am booked over a week out on altars. Wow. Um, I do at least between five to 10 cakes a week. Um, I am booked for Thanksgiving. I did uh, 280 items. Um, and I thought that that Damn. was bad. Okay, hang on. I thought that was bad. <laughs> but Christmas came and I was like, you know, I learned my lesson. I won't go so hard. I'll make the menu very like small, smaller. Mm-hmm. And um, I may have gone a little ahead of myself. I did 480 items oh for Christmas. God. Wow. And I don't, don't have any help. I do this all alone. Wow. Um, I slept on the kitchen floor for about 45 minutes. Jesus. During Christmas time, it was a very, it was a little hard. You're um, committed. Yeah I, <laughs> yeah. I I want people to like the food. I want people to come mm-hmm. back. Um, I want people to know that when they eat the food, it's coming from someone that really cares about the food mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. eating. Um, and I try very hard. Valentine's Day is a big deal right now. I had people requesting my menu uh, the first week of January, yeah. which I thought was a little strange because who is planning anything? Right now, people people with fragile relationships are planning their Mm -hmm. fucking Valentine's Day six weeks in advance. Yeah, so (laughs) it was it was interesting. So I made sure to get my menu out. I don't know three, two or three weeks ago, and I am booked. I mean, I can still take in orders, and that's my plan. Please check out my menu. It's beautiful. Um, I just got posted on Time Out Chicago this weekend for my menu. Hell yeah! Um, It's a big deal to me. so, you know, I'm starting to do pickup. Like I only offer delivery because, you know, it's hospitable and people like that they get to meet the chef and talk to the chef. But I just started doing pickup at the location I am in. And, uh, you know, things are swimming along. Yeah. Where, nice. where is your location? Where are you? Where are you chefing out of? I am uh, cooking out of a restaurant in West Loop. OK, got it. Um, yes. So what? Just walk me through, and not to make you just kind of talk, 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 talk here, but I, I mean, I'm really interested to know. Like, obviously, you're taking on these orders. You start. You said that you were about two fifty for Thanksgiving, and then you got up to almost five hundred for Christmas. You know, the mm-hmm. demand for Valentine's Day was pretty, you know, palpable. Obviously. Uh, so when did you get into your your kitchen space, and kind of talk us through what what finding that looked like? Like, okay, so... Were you cooking out of your house before? So I'll admit that I started this in my house, like the pasta. Uh Um, Mm. I was just just giving, selling it to people, not even selling, but a lot of giving it to people that I knew. Uh, You know, try this, you know, buy more if you like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, And once the orders started coming in and once I started becoming very serious about about this, you know, it got to a point where I had to, um, you know what is it? Get my licensing, um, get everything that I needed to be able to do this appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finding a space is harder than you think. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, ghost kitchens are very expensive. It, it, it's not easy at all. I really had to wait and hope that something came along. So, you know, it's not something where it's like, Hey, I'm going to cook tomorrow or I'm going to start my business tomorrow. Like, where am I going to cook? And I'll just cook in here tomorrow. It, it's <laughs> so difficult. Right. And, you know, I'm only for a few more months and then I'll be moving to the next spot that will be a little bit more permanent but you know you really have to rely on the kindness of your friends mm. and that was a big deal yeah to me to be able to rely on other people in the industry I was gonna ask I figured that you're in your current space now and wondering you know if they're operating now with COVID or if they're having plans of operating later and you having to do the whole switch and you know it must be hard for you to have to plan that in advance and then just see the influx of orders coming in and deal with both simultaneously sounds like a lot to be honest honest with you i'm just taking it as it goes i'm Mm. happy to have an amazing huge space right now where i can be so spread out and i'm not worried about the next two three four months i'm just worried about the food that's coming in right now, the orders that are coming in right now and making sure that's good. And when it's time to go and time to move to my next place, uh, then I'm, you know, ready to go. But right now it's all about uh, making sure that everyone's happy. Nice. 
Uh, on the whole, you know, would you say that everyone has been really pleased? Have you, have you had any kind of horror stories that have come back uh, from disgruntled patrons? Not really. I've dealt with a few people that weren't mm-hmm. very kind. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> um, you know, I've just been back of the house. I've always never, you know, had to deal with anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. So now I, you know, I do the ordering. I do the... I mean, I do everything. I deal with the customers. I talk to the customers. I cook, I clean, I buy my food. I, you know, so this is all I'm learning as I'm going. And um, I deal with a lot of people who maybe don't understand what I offer or they get a little, you know, people don't really say hello anymore. Like, hi, how are you? People are like, hi, I want this Tuesday, six o'clock. Yeah. Mm. The pleasantries are kind of... Yeah, or I'll be like, can't do it that day, and they're like, okay. Or just say okay. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your ordering platform like? Is it just a, a DM on Instagram, or is it uh, your website? What's the process like? So you can send me a DM on my Instagram and just say, hey, you know, I want whatever. But also on my website, right at the bottom, you can type in exactly what you want. Um, in you know, it goes straight to my email. Like, hi, I'm Eric. And I want six pop tarts. I want a cake for Tuesday and I want it to be dinosaurs. You know, like it's very as organized, it's as organized as I can yeah. do on my own. I made my own website. That's also <laughs> yeah. something, thankfully back from my space days, I like still remember some stuff. Um, totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, oh, it's yeah. fine, but kind of figuring it out as I'm going really. <laughs> I think it's really, right I think it's really kind of a cool testament because this is something that we've talked about on this podcast since we started last year, which is like, you know, watching people during the pandemic turn a side hustle into a main hustle. And it's like, you know, you literally started this as something to do to pass the time. You're like, well, I'm bored as fuck. I'm going to make pasta. I know pasta. And then you're giving it away to your friends. You know, and then I think you said like slowly but surely someone's like, oh, I got your I got your contact information from this person. And they said that I should try your pasta. Can I have some? And you're like, yeah, and that's kind of a novelty. Like, this is fun. I'm making food for strangers. And now, you know, you're almost a year into it and you started your own business. You're like taking them this immense volume of orders. You know, if you could go back to, you know, February 1st, 2020, you know, what, what, what was your trajectory like then? And how does that kind of stack up against what you're currently doing now? You know, what, what, what was your 2020 going to look like before COVID kind of hit? Uh, before COVID, uh, I mean, I was just planning on cooking until, you know, I was already an executive, which was great. Um, but I was just going to hopefully run one of the locations in that company. That was the next step, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. Fine. And, uh, it was very, happy to do it just run it alone um i my whole background is fine dining michelin uh that's what i've know that's what i know mm-hmm. um, so i'm only tr- i just turned 29 um, a few months ago obviously months ago. and um, you know it was a big deal for me to be somewhat successful before i turned 30 so you know doing what i'm doing now had I never intended to do this. I never wanted to start a business. I'm, you know, I'm very reserved. I'm not a very warm person, but I've had to learn. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, you probably, you might've planned to be best nominated for best chef, um, but you are nominated for best chef and best up and coming chef in the reader. Correct. To be fair. I don't know who put me down as best chef because as much as, you know, I appreciate that and I mm-hmm. see my, ne- my name next to Stephanie Eisard, um, maybe not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too uh, much pressure. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I think my I mom might put me under that one, to be honest with you. Um, but up and coming chef, yes, for the Chicago Reader, I'm a finalist. That's a big deal to me. Voting mm-hmm. ends in like a week or two. So if you find the time, please vote for me. Um, I would love to win this. You know, I it's a big deal for me to get my name out there um, and keep just getting busier and busier. Yeah, that's what I want. 
That's terrific. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, whether or not it was your mom, I think it's a really cool honor that you kind of are on this, the same list with, with some of these other well-respected people as someone who has turned a pivot into, you know, their, their career. And I think my, my question to sort of follow up, um, about, you know, what were you doing before and, and how did that kind of factor into this? You know, my, my follow-up question is if, you know, tomorrow or if in a month, you know, everything were kind of back to normal and your old group reached out and they're like, Hey, we know you got furloughed. We'd love to have you come back. What's it going to take? You know, is this something that you'd be ready to walk away from? Or are you all in like cards on the table, ready to turn this, this into your forever thing? Well, kind of going back to the statement of what I said is like, I'll stop making the food when people don't want it anymore. Mm. Um, but I'm booked for things in March, April, in the summer already. Yeah. Um, so even if I were to go back to any job right now, like, like there's not going to, people are going to want to come back to their, people want to go back to normal so badly, but I'm pretty happy working for myself. Like I don't have to deal with people, like people working for me. I don't have to manage people. I don't have to babysit people. I don't have to babysit people who are twice my age. You don't want to listen to me anyway. Um, you know, so it's kind of refreshing. Like I get to wake up. I don't have to talk to anybody. I just go in, I cook, I deliver the food and then I come back, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. Like there's a lot of like great things about this that I, I mean, it's really great. I'm not, I'm not unhappy whatsoever. I'm not ungrateful. I'm very mm-hmm. happy to have made it this far with what I'm I've been doing. But will I go back? I mean, maybe, maybe not. It really just depends on how well this goes. But probably not. Yeah, yeah. Just because I want to, I want to keep pushing this. I want to see how far it can take me. I, um, you know, I am very humbled to be where I am with this. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing I a great guess, job. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just going to say that. Uh, your motivation is super inspiring for me uh, who left that industry, but I'm just curious uh, what's helped inspire you, if anything, um, if it's all internal, that's awesome. But has anything inspired you during the pandemic to really go all out? Yeah. Um, I have a lot of people or, or yeah, I guess a lot of people that never really believe that this, this, or I would be successful. Um, you know, I had my grandfather who said that I would never become anything who never believed in me. Um, you know, I had my parents, they were absolutely successful, but my dad was like, you know, what if, what if in a month when, when people are able to get takeout, what if they don't want you anymore? You know, it's a lot of people, you know, my shitty ex-boyfriend, like people who said things that made it seem that I couldn't be successful. That's what pushed me. It was out of spite. I hate when people like, I don't care what people think of me, but I love proving people wrong, especially when it's out of spite. Mm. So this was all about making sure, uh, like just to keep going. This was all I cared about was to, you know, really tell them to go fuck themselves (laughs) and you're going to see my fucking name, like wherever (laughs) it is. And I hope you, like, I hope you hate it. Wow. So it's, yeah. and people who didn't think that I would become anything. That's crazy. It, it's so it's so cool to hear you kind of just uh, so easily kind of just talk about you being just motivated internally and trying to prove people wrong, but also just having this, you know, obviously we're, we're looking at the screen of the four of us and I can kind of just look to my left and see Brett and Dave just kind of like, you know, eyes and jaw open, like, dude, she's fucking killing it. And she wants to do this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool to, to kind of just hear about your whole story and, you know, what's naturally progressed for you. Um, and yeah, I mean, props to you. Sky's the limit. Keep, keep killing it. You know, that's great. Yeah. I do want to take a second really quick to, to plug. Um, it looks like we have in our notes here that your, uh, your Valentine's dinner for two deadline to order is the fifth. Are you still taking orders for that? Or are you booked? Yeah. So my deadline used to be February 10th and, um, you know, I need to order. Like I, I don't have like, you know, five dinners right now. I have over 30, so I have to pre-order the short rib, Mm -hmm. um, because they're, you know, about this long. So I can't just get them tomorrow. I need to 
you know, really plan this. So I changed my deadline. Yes. To February 5th. Um, it's just better for me and to be able to produce as best and as efficiently as I can because I can't do another Christmas ever again. That was just, (laughs) I slept three hours total that entire week. Wow. So, um, yeah, you know, and I'm and I'm also doing uh, the desserts for El Che Bar for their Valentine's Day dinner dinners as well. So um, they have their own special stuff. You can only get it through them if it you know nice. sounds good. Um, so you know, yeah. What what do you want to walk us through your Valentine's dinner for two? What what's on the menu? All right, so just the dinner for two because I'm also offering desserts like just desserts. Um, the dinner for two is crispy crab cakes with saffron aioli, marinated tomatoes. Nice. And then the, we're going straight into entree, is a 12-hour braised short rib and red wine. Um, if mirepoix, which is carrot, celery, and onion. Um, broccoli, like large broccoli, like when you get from a steakhouse covered in garlic butter. Um, Hasselback potatoes, which are, you know, just whole potatoes that you just slice very, like 20, 30 slices in them. You roast it, and then it's covered in Parmesan. And then the dessert is a strawberry cream pie with a chocolate crust. And then you can order a la carte. Um, I, so my Pop-Tarts are a big deal. I'm doing a Valentine's Day um, limited, you know, only for Valentine's Day Pop-Tarts, uh, red velvet or cookies and cream. And they're all heart-shaped, so they're adorable. Aww. <laughs> I know. And then you can also get, um, I have these little cakes and they're the shape of hearts um chocolate cakes and they're so beautifully designed they're on my instagram uh they you can get them either with cherries or chocolate covered strawberries nice mm-hmm. amazing i'm getting hungry just even thinking about this i'm not even looking at the visuals right now my god yeah there's the short rib on my instagram and on my facebook uh page it is huge i mean i've been doing the short rib for a little while and people just loved it so i'm just gonna keep doing it because how much people love i mean it's gigantic it has the whole bone it's beautiful nice that sounds Mm -hmm. awesome well congratulations on that yeah it sounds good yeah i appreciate it i hope you guys can try my food sometime yeah i would like i would definitely Uh, love that i need to soon oh i'll do that valentine's dinner but i it's just me and my cat here so uh i'll come up i'll come up hey miss could take down a portion (laughs) yeah okay no, he could. <laughs> um, a pop-up bake sale in the in mid-January. Oh, yeah. uh, so, you know, you could always stop there and get, like, one item so you don't have to order <clears throat> a bunch of things. Um, I will ha- I've been starting to make a black sourdough with gold dust on it. So I'll have sandwiches. I'll have, you know, my Pop-Tarts yeah. and some cheesecakes, things, like, that are ready to go to eat. So I hope uh, you guys can come and show some support and buy yeah. something. Yeah, that'd Definitely. be great. Um, and, and when is that again? Uh, I'm planning. It'll be uh, February 20th, and I will be partnered with Night Goat Coffee. Uh, my friend Anna runs the whole business. She uh, is a good friend of mine. She started her own coffee business during the pandemic, and it's amazing product. Uh, we both ride motorcycles. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's always great to be doing things with people that I, you know, I'm already friends with that I'm so close with. So she'll be there selling coffee and some of her products. Nice. And it'll be great. What's her brand called uh, again? Night Goat Coffee. Night Goat Night Coffee. Night Goat Coffee. All right. Check that out. And that should be on February 20th for everyone listening. So we'll hopefully uh, we'll have some more details. You could follow Haley on Instagram. Um, do you at all care about uh, cheeseburgers? Yeah. Where, where would you say, what's your favorite burger? And and if you want to tier this as like your favorite, like kind of high end and then like your favorite kind of low end, like what, hit me. All right, you guys are going to laugh at me. Oh, I don't know if that's true. So go ahead. No, probably not. All right. All right. I enjoy my burgers wrapped in lettuce. Fair. <laughs> and oh, okay. um, people don't really do a great job. Honestly, I've been I've ordered them everywhere and people like don't really care. They'll put like a piece of like romaine <laughs> on top and like give it to me. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. actually like wrap it in like iceberg lettuce and make it nice. And you know who does the best job? Who? Who? Portillo's. Portillo's. Uh, they crush mm-hmm. everything they do. I, they're they're, they're... I've had great burgers. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Oh, I love Oshaval's burger and and, mm-hmm. you know, other places. But 
they do it right. That's awesome. They don't give me a hard time either. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that low carb lifestyle is is a big thing for a lot of people. I did keto for a couple of years, and and I always got kind of the cross eyed look when I'm like, "Can you just put it on a bed of lettuce?" Because I got tired of asking. Because it was always like, "Okay," and now you just end up taking it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they do a great job. Like you can like lift it and hold it, and nothing leaks. Yep. Oh shit. Okay, that's Dang. what I'm getting next time. That's good to hear because I love right. Portillo's cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you. It, and but the thing is, if you don't eat so much bread, you have so much more room to eat other things. It's yeah, true. The good shit. So that's the way I look at it. You can if you get the, if <laughs> what's you go your, bunless, what's your go-to side uh, with the burger there. Um. Okay, you're gonna laugh at me again. <laughs> um, I just ask for um, a bunch of extra pickles. Sick. Oh. Bro, oh, I, I tell you what, Two thumbs thumbs up here. I'm going to have to send you uh, a bag of my buddy's pickles that uh, he makes. He makes like uh, spice infused pickles. Um, in oh, that the, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's called Reaper Pickle Company. I plugged it earlier in the podcast before you came on, but that's pretty funny that you mentioned that because we were talking about gherkins earlier. Yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up Jewish. I ate a lot of pickled items, so I love pickles. Nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dave, what was that That's restaurant sick. that opened? Uh, was it on Western, that, like, Jewish deli? Oh, there's uh, Jeff and Jude's up there in the old lockdown spot. Oh, that's right. I, I prefer yeah. the bagel. You prefer the bagel? You guys have gone the bagel. Hmm. I've been going there since I was a baby. Okay. You know, on Broadway, they have the oh, best yeah. soup. The balls are, like, the size of your face. Damn. Uh-huh. No kidding. That sounds like a yeah. must hit. Um, well, well, let's, uh, we don't want to take all your time. Is there anything, uh, any kind of like closing, anything that's on your mind, anything you've seen in Chicago that's got you excited? Uh, obviously we've got your bake sale that you mentioned on the 20th, your pop-up, uh, and then, you know, you're still accepting some orders here for your Valentine's day. Uh, it sounds like you said your book, you've got bookings all the way into the summer, so uh, if you're listening and you're interested, get your ass online and, and book some time with Haley sooner than later. Uh, but, you know, is there is there anything that you kind of wanted to shout to the, to the people listening? Yeah, um, it's okay to have a shitty attitude and to hate things and to be pissed off at the world um, and still be successful. Um, my posters that I sell for $6.66, um, they both say stay negative or, you know, nothing matters. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's my whole life. That's my whole mantra. It's just, you know, yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> Prepare for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really interesting perspective and definitely yeah. something that uh, has served you well so far, uh, both in life and in your, your current business endeavors. So congrats on that. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, um, Haley, thanks again for coming on the program. Dave, Mike, do you guys have any yeah, thank you. final questions for Haley here before we uh, log off? Well, I mean, no. uh, I just got to say, it seems like you, when you're focused on something, you're going to see it to fruition. So um, I think 2021 is just going to get better for you. I think you already know that, though. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to do great. I can't wait to see your uh, stuff on social media and it helps motivate me and I'm sure like a lot of other people not that you give a shit if it does or not but um thank you yeah regardless I appreciate that I I love telling my story and I love you know I have there's a girl who also does um a side business selling some of her food and she told me you know I inspired her to start this and she dresses up in like costumes and delivers it to people's homes and that's you know I think that's great I love hearing things like that um, cool. You know, I love knowing that I had some kind of impact on your life, whether it's through my food, whether it's through my story, whether it's because my shitty attitude and you think like, wow, I want to be shitty, at, have a shitty attitude too. You know, I, um, I love hearing that. So I appreciate that. I really do. I, um, I will keep going until people don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there you go. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty. It's, it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, of course. Thank you. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and sign off here. Um, thanks for tuning in to Open Bottle Syndrome, and thanks again to Haley for being a part of uh, tonight's conversation. Uh, my name's Brett Crawford. You can find me on Instagram at Brett underscore C-R-A. 
And I'm David Baxo. You can find me at David Baxo on Instagram. And Mike Van Meter, the letter V-A-N, the number one G. And Haley, once again, for those listening along at home, why don't you tell them where they can find you online? You can find me on Instagram at eat, E-A-T, hardbitten, H-A-R-D-B-I-T-T-E-N-N. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. And uh, Dave and Mike, I'll see you again next week. Haley, it was a yeah. pleasure. I uh, wish you the best. Thank you very much, guys. Yep. Thank, thank you so much. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you.